show another episode ready to go they're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between cherishing make-believe get ready for halloween it's the horror show i know you miss those guys tune in and find out what's on their list tonight they butcher and dissect take apart and mutilate listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate it's the horror show Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Horror Show. Show it dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Uh, we gotta change that intro, man. <laughs> it doesn't make sense <laughs> at all anymore. We're about to uh, talk about a movie called Rad, about a bicycle movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just seems very ill-fitting now. Yeah, it does. <laughs> We're not going to change it. <laughs> <laughs> I might like change a few of the words. That's it, though. I'll I'll, I'll okay. keep it going though. Um, but we're we're talking about Rad, Rad from 1986. Our second non horror. Like, yeah. What do you what do you call this? Uh, not it's not motorsport. But what would you call what do you uh, call things? Action wheels? sport. Action sport. Action sport. But, like, that wasn't our intention. Our intention was just those weird movies from the 80s where they were like, you know what kids love? Let's make a movie about it with villains doing it. <laughs> like, you know, like, it could have been any. It could have been anything. I mean, there were dance movies, uh, which we, which we fast forward was supposed to be one, but it turned out not to be that. <laughs> it was like yeah. a drama. It was like a little bit of a dramedy musical. We'll talk more. Because we're gonna do it for Patreon, yeah. Um, but I, I just want to say real quick, the villain in that movie is a bigger villain than half of the the, uh, the horror movies that we covered. A hundred percent, fucking on hundred percent. Which is real funny because last week we talked about how you know the daggers, the bad crew were were barely villains, right? Hard, uh, yeah. Uh, this movie's villain. Could you even call him a villain? Like like the protagonist biker. No, <laughs> you could not. And then at the end, you legitimately end up feeling bad for him. And does the guy even have any dialogue that would, would even point to him being like the opposition other than the fat guy telling you this kid's the opposition. That's it. That's the only, that's the only thing. That's the only thing. Uh, and, and also the old, ba- the old guy who's, who's also the villain is also hardly a villain. Like this kid's fucking up his entire plan. Uh, all this guy, like this guy just wants one thing. He doesn't want to like buy out anybody. He doesn't want to ruin anybody's life. He's literally just wants this star that he groomed to win this one race so they can secure a deal. And all this, all the other kid has to do is fuck off for 10 minutes. <laughs> just sit this one out and no, like nobody will be harmed. Nobody's life will be ruined. Just sit this one out and everyone will get what they want. And then the kid has to fucking put his nose in it. And the entire, <laughs> for some reason, the entire town is like, we have to get this kid. The, the, like, what? What? Everyone else is the dick. The, the people, yeah. the villains that they painted are getting fucked in this entire movie. And once again, the, the, the hero of the movie is acts like a total piece of shit from like, like riding over people's cars and shit. Dude, he does that so much more than Thrashin did. And I thought Thrashin did that a lot. <laughs> this kid. That's a, there's uh, it's another movie where where it's very heavy on, on like montages, but it's like half ass montages. Like Rocky's montage at least shows like training scenes in different settings. This just like is extended cuts of him just biking. But 
he is he is totally totally unaware and, and has complete like disregard for anybody's property the the montages in this are all almost entirely romantic montages too yes out yeah. of the montages, <laughs> they they are mostly uh, they're like frolicking in the grass with a with a woman on their bikes. Sean, Sean, we'll talk about it more. But the first time, the first romantic montage is the second most stupid thing I've ever seen in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if I've ever laughed so hard out loud at a movie we've done. Um, I laughed really hard at this movie. I I could not stop laughing. It was ridiculous. Uh, it, it it's it can only be made during this time and all. And they call this like a, a cult movie now, and people were like begging for it to be released in 4K and like have a proper release. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> this is, like there's not a single person. I, I take that back. There probably is, but like, why is there a single person? that saw this in theatrical run and has been like holding on for its release for 30 fucking years. Even if you were like a, um, into biking, into BMXing, I don't think there's anything in this movie that that would particularly call out to you. No. The whole Lori Laughlin love angle is so weird and bizarre. There's no way as a kid I would have been like, oh, this is great. I'd be like, this is fucking bizarre. <laughs> Agreed. And it's also bizarre that Lori Laughlin is painted as one of the best BMXers in the world, and she's not, a, she's not allowed to run the race. She's like, oh, yeah, I do this. And I, I'm pretty sure she's like, I only race. I trophy race. And I was like, what the fuck's the difference? <laughs> uh, the film was universally panned and underperformed commercially during its release. Yeah, no shit. New York, New York Times stated, teenage teenage ears may not split from the music or ache from the dialogue, but anybody over 20, beware. You're willing to sacrifice a solid future for a bike race, says the hero's mother. It's very self-destructive. If only he had listened to mom. But who can blame him to preferring his bicycle? <laughs> On the- you know why nobody can blame him? Because his first race, he wins $10,000 fucking dollars. <laughs> At like age sixteen, his mom's an idiot. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he went to the dude. That was so unbelievable because they brought it up again, like later on in the movie, mentioned that he won ten k. I was like, holy shit! Like that kid. If I won ten k at age sixteen, I'd be living on cloud nine. Like you'd have it made and put it into anything. <laughs> so it it has zero percent reviews, uh, critics zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes for critics. It has a ninety one by users. Yeah. That has a 7.0 on IMDb. Dude, I saw that. That's insane. That's fucking insane. <laughs> That's probably higher than The Godfather on IMDb. <laughs> it's not, but but it's way too high. Film historian Leonard Malton gave the movie a bomb citation, the lowest possible rating. Title is supposed to be short for radical, as in radical man. Yeah, right. And we, we didn't. By the way, I do love old white guys' old movie reviews from this period. <laughs> You're so out of touch. It's great. But I mean, he's right. He's right. Uh, yeah, right. And we didn't see this same plotline used to death by 1950s hot rod films, as well as 1970s roller disco epics. What is that a thing? So I mean, there was Rollerball. I don't think that's a roller disco epic. Roller disco epics like that fucking one. 
that those idiots made. Uh, Pinball Wizard. Wait, wait. The who? <laughs> the who? That's for a rollerball. I don't think that's. That, no, that's like a roller ball. disco epic, isn't it? I, I, that can't be true. Don't they roller skate in that? Or is if that just do, Elton John? I, I mean, if they do, I don't think it's enough to classify the entire movie as a roller disco. I'm choked to death. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, anyway. Well, this movie's got really not a whole lot in here. Lori Laughlin. Uh, there's these two twins in this, uh, and they play. They, they're played by where, where's their stupid names? Their names are Rex and Rex and Rod. They're played by Chad and Carrie Hayes. So I looked them up. They've written uh, the. They wrote The Conjuring. They wrote. They wrote a few other movies. Oh, I think they wrote, wrote House of Wax remake. Uh, and the reaping, but because they wrote the conjuring, they get producer credits on like all those fucking sequels. Wow, like the Annabelle movie, yeah. probably. Yeah. Fucking made. Nice, good for them. <laughs> People, I you know you laugh at them in this movie, but guess what? <laughs> they wrote fucking the conjuring. There you go. There's Who's your there's your that? horror tie-in. So anyone that's gonna write a review that's like I don't talk about horror anymore. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Dude, the guy, the guy who plays uh, Crew, this appears to be his only like major starring role. Uh, how do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, I feel like that's a good choice because he's a f- <laughs> he's a fucking eyesore and he can't act for shit. <laughs> he is so stupid looking. I couldn't get over it. Such a fucking doof. Dude, the, again, the villain, well, who who in real life was a an Olympian. Um, oh no, shit! I'm I'm blanking on his name, Bart. Yeah, it's Bart. Bart. Bart uh, where is his Connor? name? Uh, yeah, they put this fucking order all fucked up. <clears throat> Why is he not even listed here? It's, it's Bart. It's Bart Connor. Okay, Bart Taylor. Bart Taylor. Oh, but his real Wait, name's what? Bart Connor. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, he, the, that guy's actual name is Bart Connor. He, oh. He's an Olympian, dude. He, great looking guy. He should have been the lead character. Why did they <laughs> waste him as the villain who's not even that big of a villain? Dude, he won two gold medals. Yeah. Good for him, man. He's decorated. Meanwhile, Bill yeah, but, but, Bill Allen's sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ray Walston is uh, Burt Timmer, who uh, his role is limited until the end. Like, there's no real details about him. You know he hates kids because he says, I hate kids. <laughs> and that's his only line until the very end of the movie. <laughs> Where where he especially shows that he does not hate kids. Uh, like specifically, like very specifically, does not hate children. Well, well, well. To be fair, Sean, doesn't he say I hate kids because the fucking dickhead protagonist throw a newspaper into his hot coffee? Oh, a hundred percent, justified. There's a scene at the end. I mean, I guess I should talk about it when it happens, but there's. I'll wait till it happens. I guess that's the guy that plays. Uh, he's Mr. Hand in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, is he? Yeah, and he's um he also plays. Um, wait, isn't that the name? He plays Mr. Hand in it. Yeah. Wait, that's fucking weird. Because what's the name of um? Because oh, Candy, not Handy. Okay. 
Uh, he played Candy in Of Mice and Men, my favorite reference to make on this show. <laughs> you do love you do love a good Of Mice and Men. And Candy is the guy, you know, that wears the 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 lubed up gloves, which always freaked me out as a kid. <laughs> That's fucking bizarre behavior. <laughs> it, it is. Yes. You, do you agree with me? Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> As a as a kid, that I, I was just so confused by that, and I, it, it's very, it seems very sexual in nature, right? Wait, so why do, why does he wear it? I don't know. I, I still don't really understand why. I mean, it's clearly the slip it in. <laughs> I think he just likes having real soft hands. You know, he, he, he's a fancy boy. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think that's a thing either. But I think, I do think, I think he, I think, because he's a ranch hand, right? But he's wealthy. So I think it was to show, I honestly have no idea. It seems pretty sexual to me in nature, though. (laughs) You think it's to show his wealth status? Yeah, like he needs to have not chapped hands. He doesn't want farmer hands. You might be on that's why he's so real stupid. That's why he hired. Yeah, well, I didn't fucking write it. That idiot wrote it. <laughs> that hack Steinbeck. <laughs> that fucking no, fucking one hit wonder Steinbeck. Fucking bum. Uh, anyway, um, all right, let's talk about this bike movie. Um, this movie starts off with a bunch of people doing bike stuff. Now. I knew. Oh, oh, by the way, should we talk about how fucking Paul, how mad Paul was about us <laughs> <was> talking? <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we predicted it. He was very, very bent out of shape about our Rodney Mullen talk. He was fucking furious <laughs> of talking about Rodney Mullen. <laughs> he was so fucking mad about it. Uh, and if he knows anything about BMXing, he's probably going to be even more furious about this because I, I have no idea about BMXing. What they were doing, there was some impressive stuff, right? There's stuff I can't do on a bicycle, for sure. Um, there was. There was a lot of dancing, like we were making fun of Rodney Mullen. <laughs> right. But the, happens so much. It, it's nonstop. But the one thing that drove me a little bit nuts in this was they kept doing this, like, hopping thing, which which I've seen, right? But it's usually much larger hops, I feel like. And in this one, these guys just look like they're like holding a fucking jackhammer and they're just fucking shaking, <laughs> but they're supposed to be hopping. I don't know. It drove me nuts a little bit and it's throughout the whole fucking movie. Uh, Break the ice is our opening song too. What'd you think about the music? Not as good as thrashing. Not as good. Not as good. Uh, but that one song during the dance sequence is great. Send me an angel. It's not, but <laughs> That song. I, th- I I could have been distracted by what was happening in the dance scene. To be honest with you, send me an a oh, dude, and it's the whole fucking song. Just just like thrashing, there are multiple scenes in this where they play a full song beginning to end. <laughs> Why was it anyone like, hey, you know, that probably isn't the way you should do it. Like, you should probably yeah, you can edit it. <laughs> That's what you we pay st- the editors for. <laughs> you can stop the song. Um. Finally, the movie starts. We meet this newspaper boy, a bunch of newspaper boys, three, oh, two newspaper boys and a newspaper girl, to be precise. And they love BMXing while they deliver their newspaper. And this opening scene is, is Paperboy, the video game, the, the movie. Victory, 
I wrote that down. I was going to ask. I, I was going to ask you if there was like any reference to the video game being influenced by this because it was shot like exactly the same. Dude, the game came out before this, I think, didn't it? Wait, did it? I'm going to look it up. Like 86, right? Yeah, it might not have been. Paperboy Paper game. So, 1985. About the year before. The game was ported in 86. So, this beginning is every fucking, (laughs) everything is straight out of Paperboy. There's the car backing up. There's, like, hitting, hitting the wrong house and the guy being like, leave it on my porch. (laughs) <laughs> the guy goes the porch i told you the porch <laughs> and then like, he feeds a dog he feeds the dog a newspaper and he goes manana toto <laughs> he is the shittiest paper boy of all time of all also, time he does not ride on the road or the sidewalk once during this entire scene just he's going through people's lawns and then bmx hopping over people's fences where there's a sidewalk right there that you can see in the shot where he would not have to do any of it. <laughs> you just ride down it. Oh my God. And he, he suffers like a TBI cause his car hits him so fucking hard. And all he does is get up and says, he's like gnarly. <laughs> just fucking, <leaves. laughs> fucking dead. Uh, there's more product placement in this movie than anything Dude, I've I, ever seen. I wrote that down too. <laughs> You've never seen more product. Placement. It's insane. It's fucking insane. Um, he rides. It at tra- least explains how, the, how the movie got made. A hundred percent. All those companies were paying. A hundred percent. There's a zoom in on a kicks box at one point in the beginning of the movie. And you're like, wow, that's blatant, <laughs> but it's not yeah. as blatant as while they're on the course, they have to ride through a giant bowl of kicks. <laughs> fucking kidding me um yeah yeah uh he also rides through this guy's store and the guy goes i didn't know i was running a racetrack for those funny looking bicycles (laughs) (laughs) it looks like every other bike i've ever seen oh my god imagine right like if that was your job and just riding through somebody's store Joe, it's fucking. And this, this appears to be an everyday occurrence because everybody's aware of him. And all right, I just have to tell it. I just have to say it now. Later in the movie, he 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 actually delivers his the newspapers properly, and everyone is so relieved and happy. <laughs> and they're and it's so insane. And he's like, "Oh, I did it!" And it's like, dude, these people are just happy because you're finally like not throwing papers at their face yeah. and like shoving them up their Digging ass. Up their, and, like, yeah, digging up their lawn. It's fucking insane. <laughs> like you finally stopped acting like a piece of shit <laughs> delivered the papers on time and he's like oh, I did it <laughs> um, and also, the fact that he says that is so stupid because it was just a choice there's nothing that he did he just acted like a normal human being for a route <laughs> that's all it was dude in this one he for some reason rides a dumpster he like gets on top of a dumpster <laughs> <laughs> he hops over everything else and the dumpster takes like five minutes of our time watching him pose on it, looking at the camera while it slowly lifts him up in real dumpster time. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh my God. There's seven 11 ads everywhere and they're, they're promoting the hell track, which we're going to learn about soon. 
Um, oh, this is also when we meet Mr. Tipper, or whatever his name is. And he says, the world would be a lot better off without kids. Which, you know what? I'm not totally against. I'm not <laughs> totally not against that statement. Well, if you uh, live in a town where the paper gets delivered like that, yeah, he's right. <laughs> and it is the smallest town of all time. Um, we meet the preppy kids who you think are going to be uh, a part in this, and they're not. They're, they're not. <laughs> which makes this scene, which, by the way, makes this scene, makes, again, the hero look like just a piece of shit. Because, <laughs> yeah, they're preppy, and they're talking about going to these fancy colleges, but does that make them, that doesn't bad. make them inherently <laughs> bad. <laughs> And this kid jumps over them with his bicycle and knocks the papers out of their hands. And they, sc- they they scream, juvenile assholes. They are not wrong. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Uh, in any other preppy movie, the guys would have you know, chased them, pulled their boxers over their head or something. But that's all that happens. <laughs> that's all that happens. The only other time. Right, he, doesn't, he doesn't even yell it. He just goes, now that is one juvenile asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. And and the only other time they show up is later on when this guy crew decides he's going to run in the competition, and all the kid says is, "All the kid says is, uh, paper boy thinks he's a pro." I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> That's not even that big of a dick move for somebody that jumped a bike over your fucking head. Yeah, I, I completely agree. There's a lot of sexual harassment in this movie too. So <laughs> there is fucking bizarre. <laughs> This guy grabs a girl's ass uh, in this scene, which also is weird because his girlfriend's right next to him. His girlfriend's next to him the whole movie, and you don't find out they're dating until like three quarters of the way through. Oh, God. Um, And our lead crew has this girlfriend. I think her name is, I don't even know, Christine, Chrissy, something like that. uh, Christian. There was a lot of stuff that was laid out there for us really to never take hold. Okay. Right? And even the end, they don't tie anything up at the end. It's one of the most abrupt endings I've ever seen. (laughs) They do not. (laughs) They start all these conflicts, right? They start the conflict with the preppy kids. Um, They start this conflict between Crew and Christine, or whatever her name is, where she is just 100% not interested in him, and he just does bike tricks in front of her, and is like, hey, check this out. Check this out. Like a fucking petulant child. (laughs) <laughs> he literally says that. Wait, check this. Watch this. Did you see that? Did you see that? <laughs> She's like, fuck no. Leave me alone. <laughs> she has zero interest in him. That's so funny. I didn't write that one down. But I read... <laughs> He's like, hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's the most annoying thing I've ever heard. Uh and so they start that, and you would assume that there would be a jealousy scene between her and Lori Laughlin later. There's not. There's nothing. There's nothing to that whatsoever. Um, there's the conflict between him and his mother, which we'll learn about. And they build that one up probably the most. And in the end... So insignificant. In the end, it is insignificant and really left open. Never her being like, oh, my God, I was wrong. Congratulations. Just like her being like, you're still a piece of shit in my eyes. <laughs> you disobedient mother. Oh, it's fucking nuts. But, um, yeah. Mom we, is uh, Adrian. Yeah. Rocky, from Rocky. Shire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Godfather. Yeah, so I don't know what he's she, only in like three scenes. So <laughs> I don't know what she's doing years. <laughs> um, she was she she was all right. Uh, we go to this meeting uh, that appears to be in an Elks Lodge, and it turns out I find out later. I didn't realize it at the time. This is the mayor talking, <laughs> and yeah. this is supposed to be town hall. <laughs> it, yeah, the town hall. And for some reason, the mayor continues to call bicyclists. By cyclists in, in, in this opening scene. This town has never heard of biking before. <laughs> they're so excited. Uh, they're going to talk about Hell Track there. Um, this new thing that's coming. They've got this other guy who, honestly, I don't even know his name. He's he's He, he works for Mongoose, the bike factory. Um, they say bike factory so many times in this movie. It's insane. Um he works for Mongoose and he's the one bringing hell track here. He doesn't seem like a bad guy at first. Um, and like Joe said, I don't know if he really is. He's protecting his investment. Uh, he says one kind of bad thing later on, but that's it. Um, but right now he's totally fine. He's just trying to bring this hell track here and he's bringing in all these professional bikers. That's going to bring the town money and they're going to be on TV and all this, all this stuff. Um, but a local woman stands up and she's upset because the local kids can't compete. Um, but he says, listen, we'll come up with a way to allow one local kid to try and qualify. And if he qualifies, we'll give him $10,000. Yep. He's a good guy. Yep. $10,000 is a lot of money considering in thrashing, they were racing for $1,000. <laughs> and the grand prize of this whole thing is fucking a hundred grand and a Ferrari. Yes. <laughs> Which, yes. Fucking poor thrashing fucking guy. <laughs> I would also argue this movie had way more thrashing than the movie thrashing. This had so much guys, thrashing. I don't even know what thrashing means, but I know these guys thrashed way more on those bikes than, like, than dude, anybody did on skateboards. Really? Fucking thr- it was a movie called Thrashing, and the main thing, the main, the main, <laughs> the main fucking event, there was. Just going fast downhill. Just going them fast downhill <laughs> with just momentum. Physics. We stand on wheels and see how fast you can go down the hill. Yeah. Fucking pine box derby. Um, Wait, so back to this movie. Why did the guy, the guy that you're just talking about, the, uh, Mon- the guy who worked for Mongoose, he's in Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Uh, why did he have to win? Because, because he already works for Mongoose. Why did, why did Bart have to win? What well, would that do to Mongoose? So, because he's, he's using their their skateboard. He's using their bicycle. Uh, his or, or, name, yeah, yeah, the, his the name bicycle. is Duke Duke Best. <laughs> um, Duke Best. Uh, so I don't. So I mean, just to you know, up the up the mongoose name, you know, getting first place in the hell track, a, an unproven course, so it really wouldn't matter. Uh, but you know, <laughs> put mongoose out there. Uh, but later in the movie, and I don't know if they edited other scenes out, but much later in the movie, they randomly introduce this character who's basically like mongoose better perform or I'm not going to sell any of their shit. <laughs> and the guy's like, don't worry, we're going to win. And it's like, wait, why, where, why is this happening? <laughs> and yeah, who I, is I that guy? I don't get the real financial uh, importance of this for them. 
I don't, I don't think there is any. I don't. <laughs> and the kid gets all the money, so I don't know. Maybe they get a cut of the money. Who knows? But wait, it's their money. I, he put this all together. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they imagine like us putting something together and having it shown on local TV and being like, "Better win, or it's curtains for us." But <laughs> why wouldn't you just? Why wouldn't it save be your money if Mongoose presents? <laughs> <laughs> Also, why did Ma- Mongoose agree to allow their name to be put on this fucking idiot? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> oh, man. It's fucking ridiculous. So, uh, crew. Uh, oh, so the lady. Yeah, so they allowed one local person to qualify. Um, crew finds out and he's like, oh, it would take a radical miracle to qualify. <laughs> <laughs> It sure would, crew. Uh, then they have their daily high high speed pursuit with a cop on a motorcycle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Through like a lumber yard. Which it's like smoking in the band there, right? It is, it, is. it totally is. <laughs> but like what were they doing? So it's just the three of them riding, right? Unless unless it's trespassing, I guess. Would be I think the it's reason. technically but- trespassing. <clears throat> This seems like an everyday occurrence. Like, like these kids are this police officer's white whale because he's like waiting for him, and they have like a high noon like, <laughs> showdown, and and the chase continues. And he's first of all, he's on a fucking motorcycle. Like, how do you not catch up to him? Right? Like, I get that the kids BMX stunting off of logs and whatever, but you know, you're on a fucking motorcycle. You also, know what fucking town they're in. <laughs> You could go to the you school go, and arrest them. Go to their house. <laughs> yeah, no, because you see it later too. He's like, he's like on the road looking for them. You know, it's a population of fifty. Because we're supposed to believe the entire town is at those town hall meetings. Too. Yes, a hundred percent. Which Jeez. the whole thing is insane. And and you are correct. It does happen daily because the girl BMXer tells us that she's like, oh, time for our daily chase with. Mi- pr- Officer, whatever his name is, and you're like, wait, what? And, and I then, hate that guy's face. So his his mustache is so fucking stupid. Sergeant Slaughter ripoff dickhead. Uh, he's just he was just oh man. He uh, you know what? Now that I'm thinking, he would no. I'm I'm gonna say something really stupid, but I really don't want to. Do it. That's not. Um. Wait, he was a wrestler. Um, dude, hard-boiled Haggerty. <laughs> I'm sure he's great. Um, no, I was going to say he got, I'm not going to say it. I don't want to say it. He um <laughs> He won the NWA title. Uh, this is wild. So, anyway, it doesn't matter. He's he's an idiot. But the the best part of that scene though is when they do get away, all he does is give them like finger guns as they're going away and like uh got me again you little shits which, which he again he's on a motorcycle he could have just continued riding yes. catch up to him. Yeah. even well what caused him to stop was it was like a red light it was it was, what, it, was the, it was the fence but how did they get over the it, it was so fucking ridiculous oh, oh yeah oh yeah because because they somehow bunny hop over 12 12 foot structures on their place but like there had to be a way the cop could have just gotten out back into the main road. Of course he's driving. He could probably get that motorcycle like 80 miles per hour. 
<laughs> They're driving max like 20 miles an hour. <laughs> oh my god. Uh well, don't worry, he'll come back. He's <laughs> I love I love that finger gun scene cuz that that's actually in the trailer cuz we never watched trailers before, but for some reason, the second run, Sean's like, you have to watch the trailer for every movie that we do. And and they show that scene where he like, it's like slow motion and he points and does the finger gun. I'm like, oh, that has to be after they win the race. It's like the big race, but it's not. It's, it's not at all. <laughs> fat idiot. Couldn't catch a bunch of high school kids. And then, oh, and then those kids, after they get away, they're like, you should have seen the look on his face. He was so pissed. He was not at all pissed. <laughs> he fucking finger gunned you with a big stupid smile on his face. <laughs> uh, look what we did. <laughs> uh, crew goes home. He tells his mom he's going to try and qualify. Um, and she flips out. Uh, because that's the same day he's got to make up his SATs. That's the big dilemma of the movie. And I, I wouldn't even call it that. It's supposed to be, I think. I don't know. There's 18 dilemmas in this. And none of them are that, are that bad. <laughs> right. She's so pissed about this makeup SAT as if he can't take it later. Right. I was just going to say, if James had the opportunity to win 10K or go take fucking SATs, what are you going to tell him to do? I know. It's fucking insane. Wipe it's my f- ass with the SAT scores. <laughs> exactly. And he, uh, his dad's dead. They kind of build that in, which is also useless facts. Just it's completely useless. <laughs> none completely of this useless. shit matters. They just drop a million things in here. I feel, and I, you know what? Honestly, it might be the smartest way to make a movie if you think about it. They dropped all this information in there. And I feel like it's so when you like go back and think about it, you're like, like there's a million movies we could talk about where we could go back and be like, there was no fucking story. If we went back and talked about this, we'd be like, wait, is dad's dead? Uh, there's a cop chasing them. all the time. <laughs> there's a million things that you could be like, no, there's a story to that. I think, that, I think that movie was all right. <laughs> but in reality, they just said things. They just kept constantly saying things. I guess, I guess that's actually a really good point because <laughs> This kid clearly needs to get out of this town. Yes. <laughs> Dealing uh, with loss. <laughs> Being harassed by police every day. Uh, the town's name is Cochrane. Is, it, is, it, is that the name of the town in Halloween 3? No, no. It's the name of the old guy. Oh, oh yeah. The mask maker. Oh, fuck. I was really Con- hoping. Connell Con- like- Con- Cochrane. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was really hoping this, is, this was in the same universe. Shared universe. <laughs> This is what they do in that creepy town. <laughs> uh, we see the parade of the pros. They come to town. And, oh, if this sounds, again, we've said this about a lot of movies in the past. If it sounds disjointed, it's because it fucking is. It will just jump from the scene to totally irrelevant scene and just move the movie along. I'm not even against it. This movie flew by for me. I didn't mind. The, well, I, did, I mean, it's not a great movie, but should we talk about Did you, did you like the movie or no? I like thrashing better. I like thrashing um, better too. I, I didn't hate this. I wasn't like miserable during it. it none of it makes really any sense. <laughs> There's a lot that sucks about it, but I've, I wasn't completely miserable. It was, it was really in that so bad. It's good category for me. Uh, the dance scene alone is worth watching this. I, that dance scene is f- 
fucking insane. I've never it's seen unlike any, any unlike any other dancing that you'll ever see. Ever. Ever. It's insane. Dude, and it it made me laugh so hard because you can see so many movies um that do spoofs and stuff. <laughs> had to have watched this, right? How like there's so many movies. Like I thought about Rod a lot while I was watching this. Um the Adam Sandberg one. Wait. Or Hot Rod. Rod. Hot Rod, yeah. Oh, with um, Andy Samberg. Andy, Andy Samberg. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, I thought about that a lot while I was watching this. But I know there's other ones that showed weird dance scenes, um, and that were very clearly people standing on like, <laughs> like props, and then just being spun around. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. This movie is the best example of it being true, though. Like, they, like they're making this a movie. Um, but that's coming up very shortly. Um, and very abruptly again, we see a parade for the pros. Uh, we meet Bert who we talked about before. He's the top pro and Lori Laughlin who hates him for some reason. Not again, not explained. There's not even a, Hey man, you're stealing my girl bit in this, nope. Nope. <laughs> which you think is going to happen because. Because Which would make sense. Yeah. He like Bert goes up to Lori's window mid parade. He stops the fucking parade to go up to her window and be like, Hey baby. And she just fucking angrily rolls the window up and you're like, Oh, trouble in paradise. Crew's going to sneak in. Going to be a whole thing. It's not a whole thing. <laughs> Bert. Bert's got these thoughts, these, these bike thoughts around him the entire movie. He does not give a fuck about Lord Lawful. Yeah, it it's like a missed opportunity. It's it's everything they decided for every character angle is so bizarre because it's just all loose ends. All loose ends. They don't even explain Lori and Burr. No. There's How even they know each other. No. There's even a scene that made me laugh at the end where um crew because Lori rides a bike with the number one on it, and her truck, for some reason, has the number one painted on it. So, Crew's like, oh, what's the number one all about? And she's like, you'll have to find out. Like, that's not even answered. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's just like, oh, wouldn't you like to fucking know? It's basically what the director's telling the viewers this entire movie. <laughs> oh, you want to know about Bert and Lori Lovely? Yeah, wouldn't you like to know? They're just really big uh, David Lynch fans. That's, that's David Lynch's entire career. Dude, he thinks he's making an abstract piece. A <laughs> <Yeah>. red <laughs> head on bikes. Everything's everything's unanswered. Oh man. Um, yeah. Well, she hates him. Uh, they then go to a dance. Which was not referenced up until the second before when he's like, you going to the dance? And somebody's like, yep. And then it cuts to the dance. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it was literally, literally like the scene seconds before. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. And this dance appears to be a prom. It is 100% at the high school because it says the name yep. of the high school. It says Cochran High School, home of the hell track. Which is funny because, like, the hell track was literally just built. <laughs> it just dropped off, yeah. <laughs> but the other weird part about this at this dance is not only is the mayor there, but every, all of those old executives, including the guy that owns Mongoose, is there. 
drinking the punch at a high school dance. And then all the pros show up also. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask you, like, Bart doesn't go to this high school, right? No, he's from out of, he's a professional bike rider. (laughs) And, and, and Laura Laughlin does not go here. She's not from this. None of those people do. Which honestly makes the, makes her scene even funnier. <laughs> yes. Showing up somewhere where nobody knows who you are. Uh, no one knows who you are. And for some reason, the DJ at the prom is like, oh, <laughs> what's Lord Loveland's fucking character's name? Fuck. I need to get her name. Uh, her name is Christian. Chris, Chris, Christian. Christian. Yes. Oh. Uh, and it's like, oh, Christian's out here to dance bike boogie with Bart. How the fuck did he know <laughs> And then when crew comes out, he's like, wait a minute. That's not Bart. <laughs> or son is Bert. Bert, right? Uh, it, the preppy guy. Oh no, it's Bart. It's Bart. Bart. Yeah. Oh man. So that, that was fun. So all these people are at the dance um, and the pros just start doing choreographed dance routines. Um, like normal dancing dance routines, very choreographed, uh, including the twins who are dancing with one girl and doing very uh, seductive dancing with each other <laughs> <laughs> and kind of ignoring the beautiful girl in a leotard <laughs> in, in between. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's very silly. Uh, <laughs> and then, Crew is like, fuck this dance. So he's outside doing like tricks like a loser, which is also weird because like half the town's also outside being like, yeah, Crew, you do it <laughs> by himself. And then Lori Laughlin shows up and jumps over him. <laughs> and then is like, hey, let's go do this. And then they ride their bikes into the gym. And that's when the announcer's like, could it be her? And Bart are going to do the bicycle boogie for you? I sure hope so. <laughs> he goes, what happened to my eye? That's not Bart. <laughs> and we get our fucking bike dance scene. And it is fucking one of the funniest things. They are clearly just propped up on these moving <laughs> boards, right? Like... Yeah, it's just a platform. Just a platform that moves and a stationary bike that they're just kind of balancing on. The shit Lori Laughlin is doing on her bike. I mean, the shit that both of they're doing, both of them are doing on their bike. But Lori Laughlin is just so fucking dramatic with her movements. And just, there's one where she's just straight up laying on her back. On the <laughs> there's a scene where she, it's like she's sleeping in a bed, but she's on the handlebars of the bike. In <laughs> defying gym. laws of physics. <laughs> defying laws of physics. Steps aboard. In a fucking, they probably have like a 10-foot dance circle around them. <laughs> Doing fucking craziest no-handed shit I've ever seen. Oh my god! And they're just dancing with each other on bicycles. Unlike thrashing, this is legitimate fucking dancing. This yep. this is a legitimate yep. bike dancing. <laughs> um, and then one. I mean, there's like points where I literally couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like, I, I agree completely. I like agree. I remember, I, I tapped Tina. It was like, is this happening? <laughs> 
is it like am I like I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I know that I was watching it like with my eyes, but like am I supposed to be interpreting this as they're dancing on top of their bicycles or am I completely missing the point? It is completely surreal. Like, completely fucking surreal. It, it's amazing. It's so insane to watch. Um it, it's fucking nuts. And then but what's even nuttier is they do this great fucking performance. By the way, this is impromptu. Crew has no idea about this routine. <laughs> <laughs> and he somehow manages to pull it off and they get swarmed by people. Right. And everyone's like, Oh, you guys are the best to both of them. And honestly, rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They've literally done something. No one in this world has ever done. <laughs> um, and so they swarm them. They swarm both of them too. So crew's not getting no love. You know what I mean? Yeah. But crew for some reason is like, Ugh. and then, fucking storms out and rides his bike home so fast. <laughs> and Lori Laughlin like runs out and is like, like, where did he go? Like Cinderella shit. And that is not discussed ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you hit the nail on the head. They are both very much getting swarmed and everybody's like, you two, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and she's looking insulted. for him. She's looking for him. She's not even like, yeah, I'm the fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's no angle of like, I'm ignoring him. She was like looking <laughs> over her entire fan base to try and find crew. And crew was like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> over. I don't know what though. <laughs> uh, well, then they're back together the next day. <laughs> so fuck, it doesn't matter. And uh, Crew is really trying to land this backflip. He he was struggling with this earlier in the movie. Um, and Lori Lori's like, "Hey, uh, just like tuck your head." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And then he does it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this flip does nothing for him in this movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> Why is he? <laughs> why is she practicing because because yes it sets up like she gives him tips but us as the viewer had to watch him fail like 17 times in a row just him going over the ramp and falling on his back repeatedly and that will never be useful for him in this race or ever again <laughs> it's fucking true the race is a race it is not who can do the most flips or the nicest flips? He, yeah. it's probably in, you don't get don't flip. you don't get points for tri- yeah you don't get points for yeah. <laughs> There's probably a rule against flipping. To be honest, flipping would be detrimental to your race. <laughs> uh, oh, but he funny. yeah. So that flip he lands, and then him and Lori kind of like fall in love, and then they go frolicking in a field with their bicycles. This I, I alluded to before is one of. The- the most stupid love montages I've ever seen because there's a fucking water slide that's built into the middle of the woods for some reason. And these two, these woods are secluded. You could go down that butt ass naked and nobody would, would be within eye shot of you. Like you could do that a hundred times and you would hear anybody that's coming because it's so secluded. And these fucking psychopaths are doing it not only fully clothed, but they can't be bothered to take their sneakers. <laughs> And like maybe if it was like you know you know like impromptu like spur of the moment and then they like you know we're just like so madly in love they like pull each other into it and go down 
at least then you would take your sneakers off because they're soaking wet. But they do it like three more times, just fully closed with the sneakers on. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, so two fun facts here. It's called ass sliding, and we know that because he goes, "This is ass sliding," which is just sliding. What version of sliding do you not use your ass? <laughs> this is dick sliding. Okay. Um. And then, you know, you said they, they went down three times, right? I, yeah, I said like 17, but yeah, uh, three, three sounds. Joe, good. Joe, it was the same time. Just. Oh, they just kept replaying the clip. In slower motion than the last time because they're dry in everyone. And then the next time we see them, they're fucking sopping wet. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, God. Um. Yeah, I, I was laughing so hard at this fucking scene. It was unbelievable. It was fucking ridiculous. And then they're just standing there and hugging in the lake. They're just hugging, like prom style hugging. Um, they don't know each other. <laughs> they literally just met. And by the way, they met because the parade fucking crew like stopped it for to like let some lady out. And then they just locked eyes, and that was it. And they were like, oh, my God, this is love. <laughs> uh, anyway, we go to qualifying, which turns out is, like, multiple races, which <laughs> you see them coming third. I was like, oh, shit, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of that. That's a weird end of this movie. <laughs> but it's, like, multiple times. And, and the weird thing is he starts fucking cheating. Did you notice that? No. Joe, he starts going under the fucking tape, like the, the blocked off course tape and like cutting through areas. And it's very clearly marked in the movie. Like you can see it like, and he's very doing it very intentionally. <laughs> Everyone else is following the course and he is cutting through areas. I, I didn't even pick up. on. And that. at the end on the very last lap where he's got to finish, everyone is riding over bumpy, grassy, rocky terrain. And he, leaves the course and starts speeding because he's riding on a paved road <laughs> and beats them and like sneaks back under the ribbon and then wins and gets first place. <laughs> and this is supposed to be the fucking good guy. <laughs> Kid fucking sucks. You know what? His mom is fucking right. <laughs> I mean, she was wrong, but. Um, yeah, he wins. He wins 10k from this. He wins 10k, and then his mom shows up and is like, "You piece of fucking shit! <laughs> <laughs> what is 10k? By the way, 10k I, th- I feel like was a ton. I mean, it's a ton now, but I feel like it was a, a lot in the 80s, especially. Well, uh, completely, completely. And Adrian, it's just like this really bizarre moment where they're like talking about the dead dad, which doesn't really matter, and talking about the SATs and going to college. It's fucking mind-numbing. I, I, I just blacked out during that scene. I mean, it just, let's be real. Is crew going to fucking go to college and get a degree? Of course not. <laughs> He's hanging out at a lumber yard. <laughs> <laughs> um, the mongoose owner pulls, uh, pulls crew aside and he tries to pay him to throw the race. Uh, would you do that? 
Yeah, yeah. Of course I will. I, I, There's nothing at stake. I just won 10K and you want to give me more money? To not do anything. Yeah, I, I'm gone. Don't even, I won't even be at the fucking race. And but again, yeah, you can, you can make the argument like that's not the most ethical thing to do. But this guy, he gives crew so many chances to just be like, just fuck off for this day and you can do whatever you want. And I just need to like land my sponsorship. And, and, that that's that's right. Like, sure that that could be like considered like a villainous, I guess. But again, like he's he's offering crew like real fucking money, <laughs> and then crew could go to the SATs with twenty grand in his fucking pocket, call a fucking day, go to the next fucking qualifying thing. Um, old man Timmers is on to him though. He doesn't say anything. We just see him in the background staring. <laughs> Oh, and oh wait, I I cut ahead a little bit because um he doesn't he obviously crew says no to them. He's like, "You fucking kidding me?" Um but then they they approach crew at the race and they're like, "Nope, you which by the way, why was the race sign up like 4 days long?" <laughs> Did you notice that? <laughs> crew shows up and is like, "I'm here for the race." <laughs> and and <laughs> And then three days elapsed during this next time period before the fucking race starts. It's totally fucking bizarre. <laughs> um, so many things happen in those two days too. He 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 uses his money to start a a, a company, <laughs> a fucking shell company. Then that doesn't work, and then he somehow raises fifty thousand dollars. Dude, it's also ridiculous. First of all, the, the quote-unquote villain guy is honestly really funny because he, I mean, we already, th- we already said he goes out of his way to offer him money to just be like, don't come here. And yeah. then when he realizes crew's going to be a dickhead, he, he just rewrites the rules for every single race. Just <laughs> just so. It's, and it's never, like, he could honestly be like, oh, you have to be a certain age and just make it like a year older than crew is. And you'd have no like to stand on, but he always just makes it. So it's like, like dangling a carrot right in front of his face. It's like just out of, just out of reach. A hundred percent. Um, so this like, guy, uh, you need, you need your dad's sign off. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That would be amazing. Cause it would have been like Timmer who was like, I'll be your dad and adopts him. <laughs> Um, they tell crew he can't race because he doesn't have a sponsor which honestly seems like the easiest thing to solve because couldn't he just go to the fucking restaurant he works at and be like give me a dollar and i'll put your logo on my shirt yeah of course he could or the paper company well instead all instead he uses ten thousand (laughs) dollars to create a shell company with t-shirts they have oh, rad rad racing. Rad racing. They have more people making shirts than is necessary. <laughs> the guy that makes the shirts for their horror show is one man and he makes hundreds of t-shirts, not just for us. He, he makes probably thousands a week uh <laughs> by him fucking self. <laughs> Meanwhile, they have the whole time. I'm pretty sure they're dying white shirts red to make red shirts. <laughs> the most overly complicated process I've ever seen in my life. Oh God! But they go out of their way. They do it. Um, we get another montage love bike scene, um, and and it ends with crew 
being upset. And she's like, why are you upset? And he's like, one time when I was four years old, (laughs) I got a bike and it was scary, but it was good. She's like, oh. (laughs) So deep. He's like, that's what I'm feeling now. We go, oh, wow. Yeah, it's called, like, you know, anticipation. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking pretty common, pretty common feeling your whole life. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Old man Timmer, though, is fucking pissed this time. Um, Because, uh, is this, yeah, yeah, so he shows up with his sponsorship and the, the mongoose guy Duke shows up and he's like, oh, that's great. Now you need $50,000 to, to raise. Yeah, the, spon- the sponsor company has to be worth 50000 <laughs> Also, we didn't mention uh, the mongoose guy, for some reason, has a henchman that follows him around. He's the one that does most of the talking. Oh, it's so Where? fucking funny. It's so fucking funny. Because <laughs> constantly the mongoose guy's like, what's the deal with this kid? And he's always talking about crew. And the henchman's like, uh, I don't know, boss. <laughs> he's like, you're supposed to fucking know. What's the matter with you? Um, so yeah, so they learn they have to do fi- they have to have fifty thousand dollars. And old man Timmers is pissed, and he has his first conversation of the movie with a uh, Duke the mongoose guy, and it goes. I, I can't recite it exactly, but it's something along the lines of like, oh, "You are like something I step in, which is poop, and I don't like the smell." Like, what the fuck? And Duke is like, why I ought you piece of shit? <laughs> it's true. It's so childish. I know it's not this scene. It's like the next confrontation they have, but fucking Mr. Hand like reaches into his pocket and then pulls out the middle finger. <laughs> and the, the, the mongoose guy is so taken aback. <laughs> I think I think it might have been that scene. I honestly don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what the fuck? Of course he doesn't like you. Uh, well, Cruz crying in his clubhouse and Lori shows up and she is pissed. And she's like, I thought you were a man, which I, I guess is all it took. Um, Cause he's fine after that. Uh, the city folks though, they get their papers delivered on time. Like we talked about. Um, cause crew, cause crew just finally decided to act like a human being for once in his fucking life. Um, and they're all just really surprised and very excited to like not have newspaper being fucking hawked ho- oh at them. Oh my God. I just put two and two together that that's why they all showed up at the town hall to rally behind him. Cause he fucking did his job once. Finally, <laughs> dude, none of those people would be there. They would be like, fuck that kid, dude. Yeah. In, in five years. He delivered the papers properly and on time once. (laughs) 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 Fucking rides his bike through your store. You fucking kidding me? Well, because of that great delivery that one day, they all go to town hall and they're like, they're furious because they've heard that crew won't be able to race. And my favorite. And, and, what were you saying? Fucking cop shows yes. up. And, yes. And if you've ever seen the movie Patton, is like a scene from that because he's standing in front of an enormous American flag, giving a speech, rallying for this fucking kid, the kid who he's been trying to catch and arrest for his entire life. He gives this rallying speech, and it's supposed to be like dramatic and pump you up. 
everything this guy says is fucking idiotic. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Joe, he even acknowledges that. He starts off the big pump up by being like, listen, I've chased these kids all over this town. <laughs> I'd be like, you're a terrible police officer. You're done. <laughs> what the fuck? You're admitting you can't catch these kids? You know where they are eight hours a day. Like, what the fuck? You could have arrested him while he was bike dancing. Oh my God. But he loves crew a lot. And uh, the whole town raises their money for crew. There's like 10 of them. And somehow they raise like $25,000, which is insane. But they're $20,000 short and old man Timmers, he pays the remainder of it. Um, so crew's able to race. He goes to the park. He sees Lori and, uh, the romantic thing he says before the race is God, I wish I could go ass sledding with you again. (laughs) 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 Who can you imagine even reading that line? You'd be like, Hey man, don't you think it should be something like, I think I love you or something. (laughs) Anything but I wish I could go ass sledding. Anything that didn't have the word ass sledding in it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. And this is the one time where uh we we kind of see a glimpse of 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 evil on the mongoose team because the guy's like, you two take crew out. And he's talking about the twins. But honestly, you would assume that if we're gonna be painting an evil picture here, they'd all be like, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? And they yeah. all kind of just go, eh. <laughs> like to a point where I was like, wait, are they turning on the mongoose guy? <laughs> right, right. So and, unenthusiastic. And their attempts to take him out, those piss poor attempts, like they, they do nothing malicious to, to this guy. I didn't think I saw anything. Then you just try and speed up to him. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to beat you in this race. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you scared? <laughs> Hate to see you crash, which he does, by the way. It is fine. Still wins the fucking race. He still wins, yeah. Oh, man. And the best part is uh, we got the same announcer from the dance, so he's so over the top. And he's like, the race starts with a three-story drop. Dude, that drop is 12 feet max. (laughs) Three fucking stories. (laughs) That that would kill you. (laughs) A bunch of teens. On bicycles. All right, we're going to drop you three stories. <laughs> oh, boy. And then they, they do their race. Um, do you have anything to say about the race? There's not. Uh, I don't. It, there's nothing it, really to talk about. <laughs> it's the same loops over and over. It's fucking the same fucking race. Um, crew does land the backflip, which accomplishes nothing in the fucking race. <laughs> He doesn't. Everyone's like, yeah. Honestly, Joe, if I was watching you race and I was like, come on, dude, come on. And I saw you do a backflip out of nowhere. I'd be like, what is fucking wrong with him? What? Why would you do that? Has he lost his fucking mind? And, and so equally as stupid, uh, Bart is winning this race and he slows down so that crew can catch up to him so they can have a one-on-one. Which, oh. <laughs> that logic is so stupid. Because they're already in a race against each other, and Bart is winning. 
like, you don't need to have a one-on-one. You're already doing what, what you're supposed to be. Doing. You're, you're racing one-to-one against everyone. <laughs> that's, that's the point of the race. Um, also, when he lands that backflip, the announcer goes, oh my word, a backflip. Hulk Hogan, eat your heart out. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> has Hogan ever successfully landed a backflip? Hulk Hogan has never landed a backflip in his <laughs> fucking life. So giant fucking oaf (laughs) fucking break his fucking neck (laughs) Hulk Hogan eat your heart out I don't even think wrestlers were doing backflips at this time like no so what the fuck does that mean no dude I distinctly remember when uh, Hogan and uh, Macho Man went to WCW and Vince ran that ad of like oh, really old people yeah. pretending to be Hogan, yes, yes. Hogan and Monster Man, and he was just showing clips of of Shawn Michaels doing backflips because that was like the new thing, yeah, and like things that no wrestlers did before that. Yes. So no, Hulk Hogan was not landing backflips, nor was anybody in WWF. Dude, at that time, dude, Ultimate Warrior would just run and then jump in the air and like body splash people, and people were like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> people lost their fucking minds. The atomic leg drop, dude, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and people were just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> fucking backflip!" Oh man, and uh, and then the ending happens just as abruptly as it sounds. <laughs> the race ends. Crew wins, of course. Um. The mongoose guy runs up to Bart and is like, you're fired, you piece of shit. <laughs> Which, like, again, he didn't do anything fucking wrong. No, he, he came. He and came in second to, wait, pos- if Bart was the best racer in the world, uh, the, the best racer, the new best racer in the fucking world. <laughs> Bart, and he takes it so, like, I, you feel bad for him because there's those two idiot twins that were hired to take him out also crashed during the race and did yes. nothing. And they were like, thanks, Bart. You blew it. <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Bart, didn't do shit. Bart didn't do anything. I mean, Bart slowed down like an idiot, but like, mm. not, you know, they, they, they wouldn't have known that they were, they were fucking concussed. Um, and then he goes, he just like walks his bike and he's like, yeah, whatever guys. And he walks over to fucking crew and is like, Hey, uh, great race, you know, thrashing style. Yeah. And uh, crew's like, yeah, man, that was in- fucking incredible. And they're like, yeah. And he's like, oh, but you're out of a job, huh? That stinks. <laughs> <laughs> and Bart's like, yeah, it's fine. And then the, the little sister is like, hey, crew, I think we got some room on our team, don't we? And yeah, of course you do. It's not a real fucking team. You right. do whatever you want. Made a fucking team you sunk $10,000 into. Uh, and he, he goes, yep. And then they just lift up Bart's bike in, in, in the fucking air. And the movie ends. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. There's no mother wrapping up the story with the mother. His dead dad doesn't return from the grave to congratulate him. Nothing fucking happens. Timmer doesn't show up. To, the town isn't like, you're the fucking best. You know, nothing fucking happens. No prologue. <laughs> yeah, it's super. Like, there's so many unanswered questions. Like, why did Timmer write a $20,000 check to a kid that hit him in the face 
for the fucking newspaper. Dude, I, if, if, if I was walking into work and somebody hit me in the face, even if it was accidentally with a newspaper, I would dedicate 20K to ruin that kid's life. Like, there's, I, there'd be no stopping me. I agree completely. They don't even wrap up him and Lori. We don't even... You know what I mean? Are they together? Like what? What? You know, there's not even an end kiss. There's not like thanks for doing this with me. It's just like me and Bart rule the world. (laughs) And it's one of the most bizarre endings um, I've ever seen in a movie. So, oh, and that's rad, dude. That is that's that's rad, bro. Those were fun movies to do. They were fun. I I'm glad. You know, I, I'm I'm excited to get back into horror. Yeah, I'm glad that we can do mix movies it up. like this every once in a Mix while. Mix it up, yeah. And I, I think um, one one of the things I was thinking about because um, the Patreon, one of our um, tiers, we're gonna do polls to to kind of instead of doing the Patreon picks, we're gonna allow you guys to try and choose some of the like between choices that Joe and I kind of put together. Um, you guys can kind of choose what we're gonna do. And I was kind of thinking we should do. Um, pull from the cult movie challenge a bunch of like weeks that. and I let like them that. choose that style. Like, you know, like the main category. There's like biker week. Like yes. How fun it would do be to do like a, a motorcycle. Dude, it would be fucking amazing. So maybe we'll do like a, like a few weeks, like one week a month where the Patreon people can pick which style movie we do, which genre we do. Yeah. I like that. And by the way, guys, the genres are fucking insane. It's like, Bruno Maddie week. <laughs> you just have to watch a Bruno Maddie movie. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. It's fucking amazing. There's Osploit. I've seen four Bruno Maddie, Maddie movies in my life, and they're all fucking. Joe, I've watched two nunsploitation movies. I've never wanted to watch a nunsploitation movie ever. <laughs> yeah, the cold challenge is fucking awesome. It makes you watch such bullshit it does it does so i think that's what we'll do um but for halloween we kind of have to finalize our plans for the the october month that's our big month this week (sighs) yeah um so i mean we could talk about i guess we could talk about it offline but um do we do disney for the halloween episode the official halloween episode is that what we do I don't think we did. It. I thought we did. It. I thought we always did it the week before. Is that? And then what do we do for Halloween? Like, what? What do we do? What? People know this know. shit too. <laughs> when, dude, when we came back, people were like, "Oh my god, are you going to do Disney?" I was like, "Honestly, man, I forgot we even did that. Like, I forgot that that was a fucking thing that we did." Dude, I I love it, and, and sometimes I feel bad because like people will message me and they're like, "Hey, uh, what did you mean when you said this?" And like, do that. You fucking kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I said. It, 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 yeah. And half the times I'll be like, "Wait, we, we, I've, I've seen that movie." Like, what? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, like, let's see. October two thousand eighteen, we did. We did. Um. So, oh well, Salem was always one episode. Um, where we did Salem, then we did last year. We did we did we did werewolf movies. We did Silver Bullet, <laughs> Curse, and then we did the Phantom of the Megaplex. 
Curse, curse had the, the werewolf give the finger. Yes. Think of the insult in her hair. That was fucking ridiculous. Uh, wait, so we did Phantom of the Megafax on Halloween? Yeah, it was October Halloween? 30th. And then for some reason we did Halloween 5, November 6th. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I wrote... That's about right. The, t- yeah, the, title, the title is, it's the week after Halloween, so Halloween, <laughs> the curse of Michael. Yes, makes sense. <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> All right. Is there is there a Halloween movie that we haven't done? I think so. We did, we did six because I remember talking about the uh, Samhain. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have um one, two, three, four. So there's going to be four episodes in October, um, and then yeah, four episodes in October. So. We got to do Halloween Town. Okay, so Halloween Town, we'll do. I say we do that the twentieth, and then the twenty seventh, we'll do if we have if there's a Halloween movie we haven't done, let's do it the week of Halloween. And we might have, in which case we'll find something else to do. But people, somebody else said something we did around Halloween, and I was like, how did we manage to do all these, (laughs) all these stupid fucking gimmicks? It's because we start the gimmicks and then forget them. And then we're like, oh, yeah. Let me see what somebody wrote. Um, Oh, my God. Did I tell you that people want us to do Spider-Man 3 so bad? Oh, I'm I'm all on board. Let's do it. (laughs) Not for this month, but but let's do it. No, no. Yeah, no. We'll do that another day. And then somebody was like, Star Wars Christmas special. That sounds fucking good. Um, oh, that is one of the... I, I would literally watch it every year. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. I don't know why I do it to myself. But like it, it doesn't feel like Christmas time unless I sit there. Chewbacca's dad watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh, man. All right. Um... All right, we'll we'll make a decision. We'll make a decision, and uh, we'll come up with something for next week and post it on the internets. We'll think about Wait, it. Are we gonna do like serial uh, found footage? Oh, we were gonna do like a found footage, like 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 shit tear off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. With with the paranormal activities, <laughs> I feel like and we the- should <laughs> save that shit. Like how October, November, December, we're, we've got like kind of like themed shit going on you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah we can start the new year with it. and and honestly because i'm in i'm taking two classes right now and this is our busy time at work too so like i need to save cereal till like january in my off time because if we do a director that's, that's fine yeah I've, I've never been busier okay <laughs> I, I dude if we do a director and we have to watch like two movies a night for a week i'll fucking blow my brains out <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll do cereal during that. We'll do, we'll, I want to get Paul on, but I don't don't know. I don't know what Paul will get. So (laughs) there's two different Pauls floating around the world right now, guys. So just, we don't know. There is, there is. I, Paul got married this summer and he, in, in true Paul fashion, 
heckled his own brother giving a best man speech. Fucking <laughs> interrupted him talking to the guy giving a best man speech at his own wedding. But then you'll you'll be like, hey Paul, check this out. And he'll be like, well, golly gee willikers, I don't know if I should laugh at that. It doesn't seem right. You'll post like a farting meme and he'll be like, come on, Joe, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, what did we put? We we sent him the the video of what's the guy's name? Jerry Nadler shitting his pants <laughs> during that speech. <laughs> literally every person on the, if you lean right, if you lean left, literally every person on earth has been like that guy shit his pants. I was like, oh come on, guys, that guy is having a back spasm. He's probably in a lot of pain. And people are saying he pooped his pants, and it's not nice. <laughs> Back spasm. <laughs> Me and Joe spent a full 24 hours <laughs> posting other pictures of things shitting and calling it back spasms. <laughs> Smells like a He's back like, spasm oh. in here. <laughs> so I, I'm not getting into this today, guys. Uh, <laughs> all the time for this today. <laughs> Oh, I love him. I don't know. I think he feels like he's being monitored by the police. That's what you said. <laughs> I think he might be right. But then he's so he's so tame in, in chats. But then our buddy Mike was like, last time I saw Paul in person, he took a picture of water and poured it on my fucking, fucking lap. In sub-zero weather. <laughs> and made him walk to the car. <laughs> I told him to be cool about it. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, I love that Paul. Yeah, I think we need to get him back on here, man. Everyone's asking for him. I, I feel like maybe the found footage shit we, we can ask him to do to do that with us. He'll just be fucking miserable. Watch him all in another language. <laughs> Dude, that meme that meme that um our buddy Preston made of Yeah, that was great. That's great. AJ Styles with the Undertaker standing behind him. And it, th- it said, like, the horror show trying to have an episode, trying to make an episode. And The Undertaker was Paul showing up with paper notes on a movie in another language. Yeah. We've had a lot of a lot of listeners making the horror show memes, and I'm all for it. Oh, it's, dude, it's they, that one made me laugh so fucking hard, dude. I was laughing so fucking hard. So was Paul. Paul sent me a message after I posted. It's like, holy shit. Like it was like true sabotage because and we didn't even find out halfway through that episode. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, they said that in that scene. <laughs> what? No, I remember because we just recently mentioned on our show how mad he was about Psycho, and that was around the time where he lectured me about about coming off as idiotic in ill-informed. <laughs> and he shows up to talk about a movie that he watched in a foreign language which he doesn't understand. <laughs> Fucking hypocritical asshole. I'm going to fucking throw up. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. All right, guys. Um, Patreon.com slash I Hate Horror. We're going to start doing bonus episodes now. We're going to record them before our episodes to ensure we do them. Um, we're going to do, we're going to talk about all sorts of shit. We recorded like a real quick one for this week. Um, and I still think it was pretty fucking entertaining. Um, and we'll post that. I just posted all of our old stuff. I put up our old guys like us podcast Dude. up there. Uh, uh, that that's hard to listen buddy, to. Our buddy, Chris, uh, he's in Scorn, lead singer of Scorn of Creation. We have a new album coming out. They're a great death metal band. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, he, 
he messaged me today. Uh, to, he's like, hey, I'm listening to this episode. I'm like, wait, when when the fuck did we talk about that? And I realized he was talking about our original podcast. I was like, oh my god, Sean put that up. <laughs> I did, dude. People love it, and it's it's the most requested thing from people. When we started again, people were like, "Where can I find the original show?" And crazy, yeah, it's it's insane. And I put it up. I listened to like five minutes of one, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is fucking bad." Dude, chills, yeah, dude. Oh my god, dude. Our our intro is the worst thing I've ever. I I don't know why we did that. I could tell you were not okay with going along with it, but you did it to make me happy. And I, oh, wait, what, what I was dude, I, I don't even know. I, I do. It's like this very scripted. It's long. It's like a fucking minute long of us talking. Uh, and it's like, it's the equivalent to, you know, the, you know, uh, the show dissects, mutilates, whatever, you know, like that kind of intro. And that's what we do. But it's like this fucking minute long diatribe about, what we watch and what what we do and who we are and it's like what the fuck and dude like i remember like very vaguely i remember i i gave you uh like a, a word file with your lines in it and you were like wait what like, <laughs> you want me to read a fucking script and i was like yeah man it's fine like i don't know what i thought i was doing but you went along with it i don't know why um I'm, but i appreciate it i appreciate you but <laughs> it was fucking awful, man. It was fucking really fucking. Dude, I kind of want to listen. I mean, I don't. I like because I'm already embarrassed. But like, it's so funny because I I remember you being like, "Do you listen to podcasts?" I'm like, "No, never even heard of the word podcast." Even though that that speaks more on me just being <laughs> living under a rock. But it's like, no, I I have no clue. And you're like, "Well, we should probably do one." It's like, okay, whatever. And I, I do remember you. I do remember you coming over and giving me like. A lengthy Google Doc of shit that we had to read. Oh my god! About. Yeah, it was not good. It was not great. Um, but I don't know, man. It got us here, so yeah. You got to fuck up, and then you got to throw those fuck ups away, and not just keep making them. It's so funny because I, I remember recording like eight episodes of that, and then we didn't do one for like three weeks, and I. We, we got one message that was like, "Hey, man, I really like that." What, what happened to you guys? Like, yeah. Holy fuck! Somebody listens. To <laughs> it was fucking true. It was crazy, man. And uh, yeah, and then we did it, and then we uh, started the horse show. That's it. But all those episodes are up right now. There's nine of them. They're fucking. I don't know. Whatever. I, I can't even believe this, we did nine. <laughs> this conversation probably should have been a Patreon. <laughs> probably. The end, the end of this actual episode. Drunken rambling. <laughs> an extra 20 minutes. <laughs> I, I, I'll probably cut it out and put it into the Patreon episode, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this is, uh, you know, so patreon.com slash I hate horror. We just put up all the old glue dot. Guys like us don't die on toilets. Uh, we've, I'm putting up all the bonus episodes that we had previously done. I found a couple bonus episodes that we never fucking released for some reason. Um, really? Yeah. Um, one of them is the night we... Well, it starts off... It said College Stories and George Clinton. It starts off with a lengthy, conversa- a lengthy, lengthy conversation between you, Paul, and myself. And then it's um, when we went to George Clinton on the green in Hamden. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. And we recorded an episode on the drive back and I never released it, I guess. I don't know why. Um 
it looks heavily edited, so I, I don't know what the fuck we talked about. Because <laughs> I remember we were going to call it Riding in Cars. With <laughs> 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 we, we have one called Riding in Cars with Boys. <laughs> kind of an insulting name to, to a movie, but fuck it. Uh, anyway, um, so that's it. Uh, so yeah, check out our Patreon page. That's there. We're going to start uploading new material too. And uh, we'll do like monthly watch alongs, probably starting in October. Um, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to probably plan and schedule them. And if Joe can hop on, Joe can hop on and we'll take it from there, man. It's, I don't know how we're going to set it up. Technically it'll be like zoom or something like that. Um, but we'll figure it out. Um, so that's going to be fun and new merch coming very, very, very soon. Very soon. We're, we're doing a collab with Knights of the Pins, our buddy on Instagram at nice. Knights of the Pins. I think it is, um, doing a collabo with him. He's helping us out there. Uh, we got new stickers coming in of this new artwork that, that we got done. And, uh, I'm going to try and get some masks soon. Also, if, if people are interested in masks, so um, if you have any ideas of what you want to see on a mask, let me know. Um, and, uh, that's Sean at I hate horror.com. Shoot me your ideas. And, uh, that's really it. Uh, I, we're at, uh, what are we at? At I hate horror on Instagram and I hate horror show on Twitter. And Joe, you want to plug your page? Follow me at, uh, Boognish1985 on Instagram. That's the one. That's the one. Remember when we had like 13 social media channels each? Yeah, dude, I I mean, I still technically have them, but don't follow me on any of them. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fucking nightmare. I'm, I mentioned Snapchat, I think, on our first episode back, and I set it up, and I was like, what am I doing? I don't want to use this. I don't even want to check this. Yeah, yeah. So, don't Same. follow that. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's it, guys. Thank you so much for your support. It's been crazy. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, that's it for this week. So, for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. I wanna play. I'm gonna watch what I'm not supposed to.